I've had a few of my listeners reach out to me and ask me about what they should do for their next steps in their career. And some of them have been asking about salon suites and if that's the right thing for them. So this is going to be a podcast that is about the salon suites. And I'm going to break down the pros and cons of being a salon suite owner. Um, It's funny because I created this list and I will say... I was surprised that my pro list was way shorter than my con list. And I operated a salon suite for three years. So this is just based on my experience and my thoughts. Now, you know, whether you choose to be a freelancer, an employee, independent contractor, you know, it just has to work for you. So there's no wrong or or right avenue to go. It's solely based on what you are capable of, what your vision is, and what works for your lifestyle. So I'm basing this off of my experience and and what I recommend for people. And, you know, like I said, I operated my salon suite for three years. It gave me plenty of time, the time that I needed to plan and prepare myself. And I would recommend if you have zero experience as a business owner, but yet you're thinking you want to take your career to the next level, you want to operate a business, own a business, I do believe that operating a salon suite first is a great stepping stone because it is going to be the platform that you need so you can learn how to operate a business. There's a huge learning curve for many because it's not all about the beauty services, I mean, I believe that only 20% of this beauty industry is about the actual service itself. Do you cut hair good? Do you color hair good? Do you do updos and makeup well? The other 80% is all how you operate a business, which will be either you're going to be successful or you're not. There is a lot of other things that you need to do. So let's get into this list of the pros and cons of Salon Suite Owner. Hey friends, I'm Jennifer, and you're listening to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast, a podcast for beauty industry providers and business owners that are wanting to level up their game to create a profitable career. If you're feeling stuck and you want more out of this industry, then join me as I share with you my strategies, lessons I've learned along the way, and how I overcame fear by shifting my mindset to build a healthy business. I built a solid book behind the chair, launched a bridal company, became a salon suite owner to most recently opening up a salon. As creative entrepreneurs, we need an education that empowers us and makes an impact on helping us raise our standards. My mission is to teach you how you can reach your goals quickly, build your books and your business faster, and master the framework for creating a successful and rewarding career. Thank you for joining me. Let's do this. Welcome to your Game Changer Podcast. Hey friends, welcome back to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Alvarez. I am so excited to record this particular podcast because right now I think that we need a lot of education, we need inspiration, and I'm sure most of you are just really excited to get back into work and making things happen. If you've been tuning into this podcast, you know that I love starting out this podcast with some inspiring quotes. So I wanted to share this quote with you that I found, and it goes, be careful what you water your dreams with. 
Water them with worry and fear, and you will produce weeds that choke the life from your dream. Water them with optimism and solutions, and you will cultivate success. Always be on the lookout for ways to turn a problem into an opportunity for success. Always be on the lookout for ways to nurture your dreams. I love that particular quote because this is so me. Um, I, I have dealt with, and I still do, struggle with having those what ifs pop up in my mind or having fear about things that aren't even realistic or have even happened. And I believe, though, when we start to take action into the direction that we are wanting to go and into our dreams, those fears start to fall away. And when you take action, you gain this clarity and you start to see things more clearly. And so I just, I love that particular quote. I think that was great. And I hope you guys enjoyed that too. So in this particular podcast, I really want to speak to the salon suites, um, those who of you who are thinking about operating a salon suite, this podcast is for you. So right now, many of us are out of work and we all have this time. We have time to think. We have time to clear our mind. We have time to plan and prepare our future. I really hope that you guys are taking advantage of this time and doing something for yourself, whether that is nurturing your mind, your learning, your your spending time with family, whatever it is, I hope that you guys are using this time to your advantage. Just because we have this time and we're not currently at the salons working or working on our clients, it doesn't mean that our dreams have to pause. In fact, this is when I think our dreams should be elevated. And when we really start to think about what are my dreams right now and and what do I need to do differently? Maybe we'll even change up our goal sheets. Earlier this year, I, I did a podcast and created a worksheet about creating, creating our 2020 goals. Maybe things have shifted and maybe we need to redo that worksheet or maybe we need to recreate our vision board that we have. I mean, this time is so different and it's uncertain. However, we have the control of what we can do right now and how we want to mold and shape our future to be. Hey friends, I just wanted to take a quick pause here to tell you about my one-on-one virtual coaching. If you have ever come across some challenges like, how do I start my business? How do I get clients? How do I grow my business? Whether you're feeling stuck or not knowing where to start, we need to remove these roadblocks that are holding you back. This virtual one-on-one coaching will help you take your career and business to the next level. Okay, right now you can get a 30-minute coaching session with me for $47, but it will be going up to $99 April 20th. So make sure to head on over to jenniferjadealvarez.com backslash shop. That's jenniferjadealvarez.com backslash shop to schedule your virtual one-on-one coaching today. Let's get you on the road to success and discover what will move the needle. I can't wait to meet you and help you grow. So let's start out with the positives first. So the positive parts of owning a salon suite is one, you are your own boss. If you are in a current situation where you have a boss and that boss basically sucks, (laughs) 
this is probably going to be a great indicator that maybe business owner is something that you should consider. Um, or maybe you have experienced a bad boss and you thought of all the reasons why you would be a better boss. So being your own boss, I think, is a great perk of having a salon suite. Next, you create your own schedule. I love this because I, most people want a flexible schedule. Um, and I think that it's so important because it works with many people's lifestyles, whether they have kids or they have other side projects that they love to do. You know, having, having that control of your own schedule, I think, is so important to so many people as opposed to dictating you've got to do nine to five or, what you know, a hairdresser's shift usually looks like from 12 to nine. Um, and then if you need to take time off, you have to make that, that time up. Um, different things like that I know is just super annoying. And I believe it's not about the amount of time that you're spending behind the chair with clients or behind the chair. It's, it's the time that you have with clients. I mean, because what is the point of working 12 to 9 if you don't have very many people on your schedule? So I, I definitely like having that control of of creating your own schedule. You know, if you don't want to work on weekends, don't work on weekends. Um, and I think that you can train your clients to fit within your lifestyle, your needs, and your schedule. So that is a huge perk of salon suite ownership. The next one, which I think a lot of people focus on in the very beginning, is designing your own brand. Um, I love branding. Um, I feel like that is my specialty. I love creating um, basically a whole extension of who you are as a person into your brand, your fonts, the colors, um, how you do your marketing. I just, I love things like that. And, um, you know, I, I, I know that I've always been destined for business ownership because I always would, would, look at other people's branding and like critique it in my own mind of, I don't know why they have these hodgepodge pictures in place or, you know, everything just looks outdated. So I know that branding for myself was something I was really excited about when it came to salon suite ownership. Um, and you know what, and you could always change it too. I think that it's okay to just kind of, uh, come up with something and decide, you know what, that's just not going to work out for me. You know, when it came to selecting the name of my business and how it would look and feel, you know, it was, I'm not going to lie, a little stressful in the beginning. There was a lot of pressure at stake, at least for myself, because I had to figure out how my clients would find me. I had to, um, figure out a lot of legal things as well. And so picking out a, a name that sounded timeless and unique and, and fit my brand needs, that was, you know, it took me, I, I will not lie, it took me about two weeks before I figured out what I wanted to name my salon, which is Refined Beauty. Um, and, you know, I think that if if you don't have a name in place, you just have to do your research. And of course, you have to make sure that it's available. Um, I know a girl who um, named her salon and, and uh, went with it for a few weeks and then realized she couldn't use that as her name because it was already um, official in our state. And so that was um, slightly embarrassing for how she felt. 
um, because then she had to tell her clients about it and she already did this branding for um, her Instagram accounts and things like that. So just make sure that you are checking in with your state to make sure that that name is available. Um, but I will say that branding is fun and I think that's a cool thing about operating your own business is you can develop that and make it look however you want to, right? Um, the next one, uh, that I thought was really great was I got to pick out my own products And as you know, in the beauty industry, there's so many products to choose from. And it was so fun to do my research and figure out what is the best brands out there that will fit within my needs and what I think my clients would want. And in the beginning, I jumped around from brand to brand because I was like, nothing feels right, you know? And so in the beginning, you know, I got basically pushed into salon suite ownership. It was not 100% my intentions of what I wanted to do, but it just fell into my life that I I needed that. Um, And I can create a podcast some other time for that conversation. But, um, you know, I felt like I was rushed into the salon suite. And so I was just picking out products that I have heard of and other people have used. And I just grabbed it because it was familiar, right? And then it was not too long afterwards that I was like, that brand's not going to work for me. And that brand's not going to work for me. This could be a huge cost um, for you. But I do believe if you can use this time right now to start looking at different brands, researching brands, and selecting which brands you would want to work with, please know, though, a lot of companies have a minimum purchase, you know, um, I believe that the Davines, which I carry at my salon, their minimum purchase to be a part, to be a Davines holder, you have to spend at first $3,000. You have to carry three of their families. That's a huge chunk of money. So make sure that you really do your research and look at the brands and what their minimums are or if there is a certain amount of money that you have to spend quarterly or yearly to actually be affiliated with that brand, use this time right now to do your research. And if there is a brand that you know somebody else is using, if you have any type of connection to them, reach out to them and just maybe ask them, how has your experience been? One thing that was super important to me was education. And a lot of products have education that is connected with it. And I did try a couple of brands that I didn't have that support. I did not have anybody that I could call and and speak to if I had any questions, color questions and things like that. It's so important that you hook up with a brand that has a person that you can contact and have that support. Okay, so so products are fun to pick out. Uh, The next one and most people start with this first when it comes to creating a salon suite, is designing the interior. Now, a lot of salon suites out there already have the stations um, available for you, the, the shampoo bowl and things like that. A lot of them are not a vanilla shell, which basically means there's nothing in it. Most of them already are coming with your equipment that you need. Um, but the fun part of Creating the salon suite too is is the design. Are you going to have plants in there? Are you going to have pictures on the wall? Um, how are you going to design your retail shelves? And you know, are you going to have like a, a fluffy rug in there and a cute 
chair that people can sit on while they're waiting um, to get their hair done or their makeup done. Um, you know, it was really fun to walk in the hall of the salon suite that I was in. Each person had such an individual design and creation that, you know, just was an extension of their personality. You know, some were very classic, some were more masculine, then you had some that were super feminine and girly. Um, so designing the interior and what that's going to look like, that I thought was a very fun part of the salon suite. Please make sure that that's not your only reason why you would do a salon suite, because if so, I would just highly recommend like redecorating your room or some, some room in the house, um, because there's a, so much more work that goes involved as opposed to designing an interior. Uh, the next pro I think of operating your own salon suite is that you set your own prices and you collect the money. Um, I do like this for the fact that, you know, if I want to charge $200 for a makeup application, I have the right to do so. I'm not dictated by that company and what they just charge. I get to select what I think my worth is and I'm going to charge that. Um, and I think that's super empowering to be your own boss and to be able to set your own prices. Um, you know, collecting money, this part's pros and cons, and I'll get to that in just a moment here. Um, but I do like the fact that I can dictate my prices. You know, if I think that I, for a color correction, if I'm going to charge over $300 minimum, then I have the right to do so. Um, so this, this can be a little tedious in the beginning to figure out what your prices should be. You know, if you're coming from a place that you're only charging, that you're charging $20 for a haircut and you're going to go out on your own and you've got all of this overhead costs now, $20 may not cut it anymore for you. You're going to be working that 12 to 9 and trying to jam as many people as possible so you can make ends meet. So that's a little bit of a tricky thing that I think that right now, if you can take the time to start mapping out what would you be charging and is that going to work out for you? Um, and then also too, how you would collect the money. So those are the, the things that I really enjoyed about the salon suite ownership. Um, but now let's talk about some, some reality checks, okay? Um, and these are of the cons, you know. So when you are operating your own salon suite, you now wear all the hats. You have to clean the salon. You have to do all the laundry. You are doing all the marketing. You need to schedule your clients and check them out. So you are essentially, you are now the front desk person as well. And you need to pay rent. I know at least in my area of the Chicagoland area, um, my rent when I was a salon suite owner was $1,800 a month. Some areas will be less than that. Some maybe even more in downtown Chicago, New York, LA. I think that the rent is much higher and don't forget that it's a very small space. So the uh, dollar per square foot could be anywhere from like maybe $100 a square foot. Um, I was paying $1,800 my square foot, I want to say was under 200 square feet, pretty small. Um, and then you also have to think about, so you're wearing all the, the hats, you have to think about what software you're going to be using. How are you going to schedule out your clients? How are you going to collect the money? You also have to think about gift cards. If you're going to sell physical gift cards, let's say you want to put your brand name on a physical gift card, that could run you easily $200 right there. 
You also need to buy bags, bags to put the retail items that hopefully that you are going to be selling, uh, not to mention all the retail items that you are going to be selling. You need to purchase them. Like I said, picking out the products I thought was really fun. Under Knowing that I had to shell out $3,000 just so I could attain the brand that really fit my style and what I believed in, that was, that was a lot uh, to take on. Um, and then you need capes, you need towels, um, aprons, all of those things definitely add up. So use this time right now to, uh, to either create like an Excel spreadsheet or basically list all the things that you're going to have to invest in. Um, you know, I did a lot of research on software. Um, software definitely for myself was a learning curve. There's a ton of different softwares out there. I personally, I'm currently using Vigaro. I do really like it. I think that their customer service is really good as well. And they're constantly updating their software to help fit our needs. And I love that. Uh, this software is used um, for gyms too, but I think it does really well for salons. It's a great way to organize your clients. Um, you can include there are formulas in there. You can sell online gift cards. They can schedule online booking. So I do like that. There is a lot of softwares out there. Softwares can get expensive as well. When I first started out the salon suite, I used Square. It was super user-friendly. However, as I was growing my business and we were adding and needing more more things out of the software. It just wasn't doing what I needed it to do. Um, I know since then, so this has been um, four years ago, since then they have made different moves and advancements um, in that software, but make sure to just do your research on different software programs out there. Find out, um, you know, really think about what you need a software for. I mean, you definitely need to have some type of software that you can organize all of your clients' informations and have their their uh, be able to book appointments, um, and that's super important. So do your research there. That will take some time. Another thing that is not fun or sexy to talk about is all the legal stuff that goes involved with this. Uh, how are you going to file your taxes? How are you going to organize your business? What about sales taxes? You need business insurance. When I first started the salon suite, I was on the phone constantly with accountants, my insurance guy, a lawyer. These were people I never thought I would want to be friends with because we have nothing in common. And boy, I was constantly in contact with these people to figure out all of that legal stuff that goes involved. If you were doing any type of like building out um, or any type of construction, maybe you have to use move plumbing around or add electric or whatnot, you, now you need to get a permit with your city. I mean, these are things that are not fun, but you need to do. You have to make sure that you have the right insurance. You have to make sure that your business is organized and yet that you're paying your taxes. And, um, you know, if you're going to be selling retail, are you exempt from the taxes and making sure that um, you're not paying double on taxes? So there is a lot of legal stuff that needs to get done. And, you know, I don't mean to create this con list to deter you away from salon suite ownership, but I will say there is a lot of different things that you need to be doing. It's not just going to be, oh, we're going to do makeup and hair and this is going to be super fun because I created this cute space. 
There's just so much more that goes into it. Take this time right now, if you are thinking about operating a salon suite, to list all of this stuff out and make some massive moves so you can really figure out, is this the right move for you? Is this truly what you want? Don't do it if you don't have that passion and you don't have that vision, right? What, what about equipment? Maybe you need, you know, like I said, a lot of salon suites already have the equipment there, but I know for my salon suite, I really wanted to add a mini fridge and I needed a countertop so I can mix up color and we needed storage. I mean, it was, there was no closets in this place. I needed storage to put bobby pins and barbicide and all the capes and towels and, and all of the stuff. You know, if you don't have a storage space, you've got to create something, right? That stuff costs money as well. Um, I think I paid maybe around $2,000 to have Home Depot come out and, and create uh, cabinets and a um, countertop. And I just went as affordable as possible, like I did the Home Depot, um, the cabinets that are there in the store, the in-stock cabinets, and I did a laminate black countertop. Um, it looked sleek. It looked very nice. I did uh, some custom hardware as well that made it really classy and um, super nice. Um, but, you know, do you need to do something like that? It took me a few weeks to actually plan and get that all set up as well. So it took probably about three weeks for before I could even get into the salon suite and use. So you've got to map stuff like that out. Um, you know, what about beverages? Are you going to offer beverages? You have to pay for that. <laughs> who's going to pay for it, you know? So you have to you have to think about those expenses as well. Um think you have to think about what your what your schedule is going to look like and and how are you going to contact your clients? You have to schedule um you have to make sure that you are planning your education because just because you're on your own doesn't mean that that education has to stop. We all have continuing education hours. If you are a licensed cosmetologist, esthetician, you need to have continuing education hours, um, at least in my state. I know in some states like Michigan, they don't have continuing education hours, but that doesn't mean education has to stop. And the beauty industry it's constantly evolving, constantly changing. There's always new techniques and new products and new ingredients that are in products that are helping to elevate our industry and what we do. It's, it's so important to stay on top of what is happening. Um, another thing that was really frustrating and a learning curve for me, um, I will say now I love it, I've learned to love it, is your website. You need a website. Your website is going to be like your online business store. You need to be blogging on your website. You have to create it. If you have a freelancer or you hire somebody to do a website, this is going to cost you thousands of dollars. Thankfully, there are platforms out there that are more copy and paste. Um, if you are interested in learning all of the different platforms that I'm currently using, if you go to my website, which is jenniferjadealvarez.com, if you go to my website, I do have a resource tab that lists all of the different tools that I'm using right now that are helping me. Um, so I have it listed of what the website that um, I, I'm using the Squarespace website, but you can find a lot of different tools on my website that I'm currently using. Websites are a must. You have to be showing your portfolio. You have to be blogging on it. 
people need to find you online. And if they can't find you online, they're probably not going to find you. If you're not interested in growing and building your business, salon suites may not be the best opportunity for you, the best option for you. So really start thinking about this. Do your research. Look at all the different websites available. There's WordPress, Wix, Squarespace. Um, those are the, the, the three different platforms that I know of and that I personally have dabbled with them all. I like Squarespace the best personally. Um, that's just a personal preference, but play with them all. Usually, I know that Squarespace has like a 14-day trial. Maybe even during this time, get on one of those platforms and kind of navigate it a little bit so you have an idea of what that could look like. Um, what if you are so massively busy behind the chairs as a salon suite owner that you need an assistant? Um, this is a pro and con, you know, like having an assistant, I think is a good thing because that means that you are just killing it in your business. And if you have some extra help, then you are going to have somebody to shampoo for you and do blow dries for you and things like that. But don't forget, you have to pay them. You know, if you, if you are working at a salon right now, maybe an employee, you have other people that you can rely on. Somebody else can check out your client. Somebody else can check in your client. Somebody else could shampoo your client. Somebody else could blow dry your client. Somebody else could set up your station or clean your makeup brushes. Having an assistant, there's pros and cons, right? How are you going to hire them? Where are you going to find them? How are those people going to find you? How much do you pay them? Do you have, are you making enough money that you can pay them? You have to just think about all these different things, you know? Um, one of the things that I felt like the reason why I didn't like the salon suite as much is that I often felt alone. I felt by myself, even though there was other salon suite owners in the hall and whatnot. I mean, a lot of us just kept to ourselves and we put our head down and we did our own things. Um, we weren't really, you know, not everybody was really trying to make friends, um, you know, thankfully, I had some really great salon suite owner neighbors, and I often we would often kind of bounce ideas back and forth with each other, and that was nice to have that camaraderie. But that's what I really missed the most about being in a salon was the camaraderie, and that's when, you know, I was like, I need to build a team, um, and that's how I shifted from salon suite into a salon owner. Um, but if you are going into salon suite and you are always surrounded by a group of people, just know you're going to be by yourself. If you are okay with being by yourself, salon suite ownership is awesome. You know, I think that if you have been surrounded with a group of people that you are just not fond of, maybe you don't like them, maybe they're um, catty or too chatty or rude or whatever, you know, so having a salon suite is, it can be nice in the fact that you're calling all the shots and you're by yourself. If, if the place is dirty, it's your fault. So there's nobody to blame. Same thing with towels. You ran out of towels, it's your own fault, right? Um, so there's some pros and cons to that too. Um, so with all of these different pros and cons, I, you know, I'm not trying to say any of these things to scare anybody, um, especially if you have big dreams of going out on your own and operating a salon. But I do want to put a reality check that it's not about de decorating a cute space and calling it your own. There's a lot of different footwork that you need to do in the beginning. And if you are considering that salon suite ownership is the right direction for you, start doing your homework now because it will take a lot of time. And right now, that's all we have, right? We have a ton of time. 
Um, so I hope that uh, this was, uh, you know, insightful for you, right? So there's some things that you would need to know as well about salon suite ownership. You know, you need to understand what is cash flow and how to read a profit and loss statement. Um, those are super important. Um, there is a lot of free classes online. Um, there is, uh, you could YouTube it. I know that a lot of different communities have a company called SCORE. And SCORE basically is this uh, non-for-profit organization that a whole bunch of like retired professionals who are business owners, accountants, lawyers, and whatnot, they're a part of this program to help people like you who are thinking of business ownership. They teach you about writing a business plan and they teach you how to read uh, profit and loss statements and, and balance sheets and cash flow. This is something super important that you're going to need. Otherwise, you're financially going to not be in a good situation. You need to know those things. Um, the next thing that you need to do is you need to know how to create boundaries. If you're a salon suite owner, I'm telling you, people are going to be texting you all day and all night. It's it's like a good problem, but I do think that it's important that we train people and say like, hey, I'm not available at 2 a.m. to talk about your wedding right now. Um, so you have to just hang on. <laughs> I'll get to you in the morning. Create those boundaries right away. Um, you have to be self-motivated. If you are not self-motivated and a visionary, then do not, do not go out on your own. You have to have that motivation. You have to have that passion. You have to have hustle and grit. It takes a lot. Understanding marketing, networking, branding, customer service, all of these are going to be your keys to success here. So use this time wisely. Create a vision for your end goal. Map out a business plan. Create actionable steps to create your business. If you are thinking about being a salon suite owner, I hope that you enjoyed this particular podcast. And you know what, guys? If you can dream it, you can do it, says Walt Disney, right? Um, I hope that everybody is healthy and safe, and I just wish nothing but the best for you all. Thank you so much for joining me. We'll see you next time. Hey, friends. Thanks for being a part of the Beauty Business Game Changer podcast. If you liked this episode, make sure to subscribe. And if you love this podcast, I would so appreciate to get a review from you. And there's more ways that we can connect as well. Send me a voice message and tell me where you're at in your business and how I can help you through this podcast. Thanks so much for being a part of this. And until next time, you can be the game changer. Thank you.